Hey, I'm Jen. In life, I've learned that adversity is a stranger to no one. The way we cope is a huge indicator of our character. We want to make choices from confidence, empowerment, and trust instead of letting our circumstances control us. Let's talk about how. This is episode D, Dream, Then Do. Hello, or like they say on Sahara, hi, how are you? <laughs> Thanks for joining me on the podcast this week. I'm going to start with my list because I'm excited for it. You'll see why in a second. It is, let me pull it up here. It is five simple things that excite me. Hence the reason I'm excited because I was just thinking about it. So number one is my phone ringing because 98% of the time I have my phone on vibrate. So that's usually how I receive calls. But when I'm expecting an important call, I turn the ringer on. So that means when it rings, that's something important calling. The most recent example I have is when we were waiting to get the keys for our house. So as soon as I heard that phone call, I knew that's what it meant. Number two is ice. Yes, a very simple thing, but I love ice. I love my drinks cold. My husband does not. And we've never really had a working ice maker, but we will be getting a new fridge in the next few months. So that will be very good. And I've been spoiled in living at my in-laws house because they have a working ice maker. And so I've started to miss it living at my new house. Number three is consumable gifts. Those I love because I'm a minimalist. And so if I can consume the gift, then that means it's not something that I have to hold on to or collect or store. I recently went to a favorite things party and you could steal certain items and they could be stolen from you. And one of the items was three new soaps from Bath and Body Works. And I definitely stole those and wanted them because they're consumable. So I can enjoy them and then once they're gone, I can just throw them away and they're out of my house. Food is a good consumable gift or things that you can use for self-care, bath bombs or face masks, those types of things. Number four is a good thrift store find. I love thrift stores and that is often where I buy most of my clothes because I feel like my style isn't the style that's in style right now. Sorry, I said the word style way too many times, but I like thrift stores because then I can find what I feel like my style is. And the last one, number five, is just anticipation in general because sometimes just the anticipation of something is more exciting than the actual thing. I love donuts, but sometimes I get excited about a donut, and that's almost better than eating the donut itself. So anticipation is a funny thing. Okay, on to our Name the Emotion segment. And remember, this is an ongoing thing. I'm going to have these every episode, at least three. Three seems to be a good number. It's my favorite number also. <laughs> And I am running out of the ones that I had from the original stash. So please send them to me. Don't feel like it has to be a long, drawn-out story. Most of them are just short, a few words, a few sentences. That will be great. So again, anytime you had an emotion. So that should be easy because we are humans. We feel the range of emotions. Just message me on Instagram at A is for Adversity or email me at jenbank16 at gmail.com. Okay, so the first listener writes in. I was shocked when I found a diarrhea explosion in my toddler's pants. I always think about how I figured once my kids weren't babies anymore, I wouldn't deal with poop as much, but so far that has not been true. 
Agreed. My son went through this phase of pooping in his underwear at night, even though he knows how to go in the toilet. And one time, he was just doing it to get attention, but I had to go change him, and a stray glob got on my slipper, and I didn't even notice. Yuck. Parenthood is not for wimps. So the emotion there was shocked. (laughs) Okay, next. The emotion is irritated. This listener was irritated when she found her kids fighting. Amen. I am just starting to deal with this as my kids are interacting more and more. And I remember obviously how my siblings and I would fight when we were growing up. So yeah, I can relate. Lots of little battles. And this also reminded me of the different stages of parenting. I think I've talked about this before. Not sure. But right now I'm still mostly in the physical stage of parenting, changing diapers, holding kids, feeding kids, all those types of things. And I'll be heading into the emotional part of parenting, talking, reasoning, bargaining, splitting up fights, all those types of things. I googled it and I found Galinsky's stages of parenting and I liked them so I figured I'd share them with you. The first one is planning so that's before you even have children. Next is nurturing where you're the protector and like I said that's like the physical stage of parenting taking care of and meeting needs. Next is the authority stage where you're the king or queen these words that I'm putting after the title, they were there. I don't know if they're Galinsky's or if somebody added them, but I liked them. So I would also add the mediator here where you'd step into breaking up those fights and trying to get your kids to cooperate, those types of things. Next is the interpretive stage where you're the guide. I like that word as well. I'm a word nerd if you didn't know that already about me. I've recently joined the Wordle train, so look that up if you haven't played Wordle. Okay, going all over the place. The next stage is the interdependent stage, where you're their coach. And then the last stage is departure, where you're a spectator as your kids leave the house. Sorry to get on so many tangents, probably because I have kids and so this is really relevant to me, but I read some teenager pro tips one time. There are things like Prepare socks for the laundry by rolling them up tightly. Occasionally add sand. If you scrunch up a towel correctly, you can make it stay wet forever. And your bathroom counter should look like a chemistry lab. (laughs) They go on and on, but I was thinking I should make some ones that are similar, but in the realm of toddlerhood. So I'll work on that and then I'll share it with you when I do that because toddlers have their own rules (laughs) and they... It seems like they're out to make our life difficult, but remember, children aren't giving you a hard time, they're having a hard time. We can always be more understanding. Okay, and then the last example or experience for this Name the Emotion segment is mine because it's fresh on my mind and (laughs) I was going to share it with you. I'll throw in a little reminder here. Again, no judgment here as long as you don't judge me. I recently tried this super delicious chocolate chip cookie with toffee in it. And I asked for the recipe, and she said that she wasn't sharing the recipe at this time. Wow. I was very angry and (laughs) frustrated. I did not understand why you would not share a recipe. I mean, I can see a little bit more if you're going to have your own business, but if you remember the baking episode I did with Brett last season, she said there's enough business to go around, and really, we can only gain from sharing with others. So I don't get it. Like, what does she have to lose? That's kind of selfish. And then 
I was even more angered because I compared this to people not sharing the name of their baby until the baby's born. People always say they don't want someone to ruin it or I don't know why they're holding on to it. Maybe they don't want someone to take it. I don't know. But no one can ruin a name for you unless you let them. And then this happened with Rowan too. I named my first son Rowan and then all of a sudden there were all these Rowans. It's okay. I don't care. I still love the name. Now, I know there are ways that I could track down this recipe. Well, maybe not the recipe, but I could track down the person and try and bully them into giving me the recipe, but that's not the kind of person I want to show up as, so I won't. And again, (laughs) this too should pass. But I just wanted to put a reminder in here that no one can trigger you unless you let them. (laughs) It's our choice how we respond and react and process our emotions, but... A lot of people will say, oh, she just triggers me or that just triggers me. But again, it's a choice. It's a choice which seeds of thought we water. Are we going to water a weed or are we going to water a flower that's going to bloom and grow? You choose the thoughts that you want to water. Okay, that concludes our Name the Emotion segment. And again, remember to send me one. If you have one, just do it now before you forget or before it fades I will definitely use it if you let me. So our topic for today, dream, then do. The first quote I have is by Antoine de Saint-Exupéry. And it says, a goal without a plan is just a wish. It's so true. We can think things all day, but until we do them or write them down or make a plan, take action, they are just a wish. They're things that we want to happen, but don't actually happen. But we again, are in control. We are the masters of our fate. We can either be dreamers or doers. Sometimes we stay stuck in our dreams. It's just easier to dream than to do, and I get that. But we need to make them real. We need to actually do the things, be doers of the word and not hearers only. I have a friend that is dreaming about starting a business, but she wants to wait until all these things are in place. To me, that's backwards. You just need to start. You learn along the way. You get things. You get better. It doesn't have to be perfect to start or else nobody would ever start. (sighs) Okay, the second quote is from Charlie Brown. And it says, we only live once, Snoopy. Wrong. We only die once. We live every day. And we need to make it count. We need to live our life to the fullest, not have any regrets. And that is done by doing. I always thought it was funny when I was younger to hear the quote, youth is wasted on the young, but I totally agree because young people are the ones that have the most energy, the most resources, the most capabilities, the most time usually. So again, just get it done now before you get to the end of your life and realize that you only lived the length of it and not the width of it. Okay, and quote number three, it says, One day, question mark, or day one, question mark. Procrastination is often our enemy. That's usually what gets in the way. It's the enemy of progress, bravery, action. It just steps up right when we're about to do something. Procrastination. Bummer. But no, say the things. Make the phone call. Send the text. Drop the card in the mail. Schedule the dinner date. Take the adventure. Prioritize the time. Plan the visit. Hold the hand. And for goodness sake, hug your people. I don't know who said that, but I saw it on Instagram and I loved it and I agreed. We just need to be more in the process of doing. Even if it's baby steps, that's still better than doing nothing. 
I've always heard with exercise, even if you walk, you're still lapping the people that are on the couch. So that applies to with reaching our dreams. Whatever action you're taking, that'll get you there eventually. Slow and steady wins the race. Also a word of caution though with action. There are things that seem like action. They seem to be propelling your dreams forward, but really they're just quote unquote busy work. They're steps that feel like action, but really they're just preparatory. And sometimes those things need to be done, but we don't want to sit in that stage forever. For example, if I spent weeks and weeks outlining a podcast episode, I would feel like I was busy, but really I wouldn't be recording the actual podcast and uploading it. So again, don't dwell on stages that are not meant to take unnecessary time. Okay, I think that's about it from my end. If you have any comments, feedback, questions, ways to make the podcast better, just let me know. My inbox is always open and I look forward to making this podcast better and growing with you. So let's get out there and do. Thank you for joining me on the podcast today. You can find me on Instagram at adversity or email me at genbank16 at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you.